Blog Talk Radio. The subject is Lessons, Blessings, and Testings. As you matriculate through the University of Life, you will constantly face these three, and you will find that it will make your way much easier if you can identify and understand what your lessons are and when you're getting a lesson, and also if you know how to handle your blessings, and it will certainly help to know when you are receiving a test and what to do about that test. Now, much of this series material is based upon the experience of Jesus in the wilderness being tested by the devil. And in due course, we are going to have that text read to us. But at the moment, I would like to give you three words which are going to be somewhat of a mantra for this course. And these three words are commitment, discipline, and practice. Commitment, discipline, and practice. Let's say those three words together. Commitment, discipline, and practice. In just a moment, I'm going to elaborate on those words and give you my definitions. Just before I give you these definitions, I want to give you a motto text for this series. It's from the book of Hebrews. Repeat it after me. We should give the most earnest heed to the things which we have heard. Lest at, any time, Lest at any time we should let them slip. We should let them slip. And I want to go over that again. We should give the most earnest heed to the things which we have already heard. Lest at any time we should let them slip. Now this text tells us one reason why I insisted that everybody who took this course get a copy of the teaching series that I did titled God's Private Telephone Number, which is an esoteric commentary upon the Lord's Prayer. Because I do not want you to think that this teaching is just something that you hear and then you forget it and lay it aside. And one of the best inventions since sliced bread is the invention of all of this wonderful audio material. Why is that so important? Because again, the Bible tells us that faith comes a certain way. And a lot of religious people, and particularly Christian people, have been somewhat mixed up about how faith comes. You know, I've had people say, pray for me to get more faith. That is not the way faith comes. Oh, I'm fasting this week for God to give me more faith. That isn't the way it happens. The book says, and quote it with me, Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. And this is why everybody should listen to good instructions every day. 
I do this. I listen to usually an average of about three hours a day, and I usually do it at the very beginning of my day. And the reason I teach you is, as Jesus said, so that where I am, there you can be also. And I thank the Father that I'm now in positions that I no longer have to work for money. That's over. Money is working for me. And I think it should be the destiny of every person on this earth to get to certain points and phases in your life. This is why we have to get our lessons along the way. Yeah. Because, you know, you're not to stay in kindergarten all the time. Right. All right, let's get back to these three words. Commitment, discipline, and practice. Say that. Commitment, discipline, and practice. And I'm talking about them already. Let's start with commitment. Commitment is the state of being given up to an idea, person, or thing. And I'm going to have you repeat it after me. Commitment is, Commitment is the, state the state of being given up, being given up to an idea, to an idea person, person, or thing. After state in the definition, I have in parenthesis and in quotes the word ship. Say ship. Ship, ship. If you read the Gospels, you'll find several times it says that Jesus entered into a ship and passed over to the other side. A ship indicates a state of mind. Jesus entered into a state of mind, and that took him over to the manifestation of the good that he desired. In other words, he committed himself to a state of mind. This is still commitment. If you want to be, to do, or to have something, you must... Give yourself up to that idea. If you seem to have not accomplished something that you really want to accomplish, go back and work with your commitment. Let me hear you say commitment. commitment. When Jesus, the mastermind, entered into the ship, he gave himself up to the state of being in that ship. First of all, he had to make a choice. He decided where he wanted to go and selected a ship that was going in that direction. You see what you have to do in life? Decide where you want to go. That's the first thing that so many people get bogged down on. They never make the decision. I'll set the goal. Same thing. And then when you make your decision, when you set your goal, what do you have to do? Commit yourself. You have to give yourself up to that. Several years ago, when I took a seven-day tour on the QE2, I ascertained that, first of all, that the ship was going where I wanted to go. Some people don't know where they're going. You have no business on a ship not knowing where it's going. Jesus knew where he wanted to go. He said to the disciples, let us pass over to the other side. And then he committed himself to that state of mind. The state of mind is the ship that takes you over to the other side. It's said that the ship brought Jesus into his own city. In this case, it meant it brought him into the manifestation of the good that he desired. That is your own city, where you would like to be the good that you would like to express. But you must make a commitment. Now, here's the beautiful thing about commitment. 
Whatever you give yourself up to gives itself to you according to its nature. Wow. I'm going to have you repeat it after me in the first person. Whatever I give myself up to gives itself to me according to its nature. You see, you're knowing what to do now to get where you want to go. Get on the ship. Get in the ship. Get in the state of mind. Give yourself up to it. Once I ascertained that the QE2 was going where I wanted to go, all I had to do was get on. I didn't have to worry about how. Regardless of how the waters changed, I didn't have to worry about how. All I had to do was to be sure what? That I was in the ship. All you have to be certain of to get where you want to go in life is to be sure that you're in the state of mind, that you are committed. See, and once you get in the ship, once you get in that state of mind, you are committed. You can't have one foot in the ship and one on the shore. See, some people are like that and they want to know, well, why don't I get my prayers answered? If you have one foot in the ship and one foot on the shore, when the ship moves, something's going to happen. You're going to fall one way or the other, or maybe both ways. It is the energy of the mind, self-consciousness, that is given up in commitment. In this particular class, I demanded a greater degree of commitment than I had ever commanded before. See, I did it for a reason. You had to pay your money and pay it all first. So you had to decide whether or not you wanted my stuff. You had to decide whether or not you wanted good health, happiness, love, success, prosperity, infinite money, wisdom, knowledge, understanding, and divine intelligence. And so I demanded that you commit yourself totally first.
Peace, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Truth Tuesday Show with your host, Akeem L., here on Hindsight Radio, the information station changing the nation. 
peace and prosperity and extreme wealth to all. Wow. It's another week gone down. It is November the 16th, 2021. Man, the year's over. And, you know, I haven't talked about our New Year's ritual that's coming up. January, well, December the 31st, we always do a ritual uh, to bring in prosperity for the new year. Um, So I hope that you can join us. I'll send out the Zoom invite, set it up for everyone to join. I actually wanted to do something, you know, different this year. I haven't really planned it. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do pull it off. Because it's so close to that time, you know, month and a half. We're going to be into a new year. I can't complain. This has been a very, very, very prosperous and good year for me and my family. Oh, a lot of good things happened. I got married October the 15th. Oh, you know, prosperity is, is, is there. We started a, me and another brother, we started a trucking company. Um, and what else happened? Uh, yeah, well, you know what? First and foremost, let me give a shout out to Rico. Rico uh, invited me out to his land out there in Lan- Lancaster, South Carolina, or they, in some places, country folk call it Lancaster, um, South Carolina. You know, we went fishing, went out there about 9 a.m., went fishing, stayed. I mean, it's, we had such a great time that uh, I stayed out there, I think, about one thirty, two o'clock in the afternoon. Didn't realize the time was passing by so fast. And I really appreciated that because I've been saying for a long time I wanted to go fishing. Uh, my wife been hey, let's go fishing because there's a lake out the back of the house. Um, but that lake you 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 can only catch and release there. Uh, but since I went fishing with him, I definitely got to go fishing with her now. Um, but I had a good time. Caught a couple of fish. Uh, so. It was relaxing to sit there on the water and just talk about different things that was on our minds. And uh, appreciate the brother. You know, after we finished with home, his wife cooked us a meal, and I ate shepherd's pie, but it was with uh, deer meat, which was good. It was excellent. It's, it always feels good when you're eating fresh caught food, not from a grocery store tastes a whole lot different. Uh, thank you, Rico, for that invite. Hope to do it again real soon. So, But I got to do my research and look up, you know, get me a nice rod uh, to take with me, some other little equipment that I realized that I needed to go out there. Uh, got me thinking about getting a little boat to hook up to my truck because I've never pulled anything on my, my truck before. So... It's time to break that truck in and put some uh, put something on the back of it. But once again, thank you for the invite. We will be doing that again. What I love about being in the South is when you do stuff like that, you can carry your weapons freely, your, your, your firearms, your protection with you. 
you know. No problem. That's normal. That's considered normal. You never do that in the city. You know, living in New York. But um man, I had a great time. What do I want to talk about today? What's what are we talking about? I'm a little weary because I got up early and I've been getting up early a lot lately. But I'm gonna get through this. Because what I'm about to talk about today is very important. And what sparked this conversation today was we did a premium meeting class, and a young lady said in the class that, you know, she's trying to do the W-2s, the W-4 forms, so that she's not looked at as a U.S. citizen. And and she said she's doing it because this is what she had to do, you know, to to get by. You know, she can't just up and quit the job and make it happen. She can't just do that. She gets just, you know, she got bills to pay. And this sparked this this conversation. This I think the title I named your show was um what is it? Title. It says you have these uh, let me let me let me look it up. Let me look it up. I write stuff down and then I totally lose it. I have a good memory generally, but um, you keep lying to yourself is the title of this here lecture. You keep lying to yourself. What do I mean by you keep lying to yourself? We've been told that in order to be successful, that we have to go to school, get a job, and, you know, so that you have a successful life. Go to school, get a good education so you can get a good job. And I say this all the time. They never tell you that go to school, get an education, and start a business. So, you know, when they tell you that, that means that the programming and the default message is, you are to be a slave for someone else's business. I don't care how much they pay you. They can pay you a lot, pay you little. You're just slaves on different levels of living. Why do I say you're a slave? Because if you have a job, you cannot go to that job when you feel like it. You can't go to that job and just do what you want. Because if you did what you want, you're out of there. You have to do what you contracted to be paid for. You have to do exactly how they want it according to their policy. You see? There's no way around it. No ifs, ands, or buts. You are a slave. I know some people want to say, I keep you being harsh. You're saying that too. That's not nice. I tell you what's not nice is that you are not able to do what you've been called to do. God has sent you be here to live abundantly, to be in dominion of your life. And we have voluntarily given up our dominion through the ideas and the ideals that society has pressed upon us from the day we entered into the world that we must go to school, get a good education, and get a good job to be successful. That is the lie that you've been telling yourself. 
that you cannot be the next Bill Gates, that you cannot be the next Warren Buffett. No, you have to come into this world and work for someone in order to have a good life. That is the, what has been preached to you. No, you wasn't born with a silver spoon in the mouth because it takes a lot to run a business. It takes a lot of money to do this. and All, this. all these different lies that you've been telling yourself. And the biggest lie of all that most of us tell us is that I can't quit my job right now and just start my thing. I, got, I can't just do that right now because I got too much on the line. I got to be smart about this. That is another lie. Why is that a lie? First, before I answer that question, let me go to this scripture. It says here, Romans 6.15, or 6.16, Romans chapter 6, verse 16. Do you not know that when you offer yourselves as obedient slaves, you are slaves to the one you obey, whether you are slaves to sin leading to death or to obedience leading to righteousness? So when you give yourself up to these jobs, these entities, you give yourself up to the ideas, oh, you can't work here unless you receive this stick in the arm, you are giving up to your, your body. You're, you're a slave. There's no need in trying to, you know, make that sound nicer than what it is. really is. It, that's what it is. That is what it is. When you're in fear of losing your job, if you don't fill out this questionnaire about your faith and your religious freedoms to keep the job, that's a slave move. That's what slaves do. They try to get in line so they can keep whatever it is master has in store for them. See, they told the narrative about slavery, and they mostly put it on us people of color. But no, right now, all everybody's a slave. It, is, it doesn't have color anymore. Everybody trying to... Oh, oh, looking up, they're going to do this. They're going to do that. Where is your power? i tell you where it is. You gave it away. You lied to yourself and said that you need these people to survive. You keep lying. I need this job. I got to be, no, you, you, you know, you got to keep the secure thing so that you can, you know, still pay your bills and stuff like that. Let me tell you something. What happens if you get fired and you don't have nothing to go back on? I've been fired before. Had nothing. Story I've told before and I tell it again. Fired. Wife pregnant. Can't work. No money coming in. But I made it. But guess what? It is what made me who I am today. That trial is what made me free. From the employer. Because when that happened, I said, I don't want this to ever happen again. I don't want no one to control when I could come and go to work. And, and if they don't want me here, they could just say bye whenever they dislike me or don't like what I'm doing or saying. I'm not free to be myself here. See, in my business, I get to say what I want when I want to do it. Some people say, I came to you a little rough. Yes, I am at times. 
But I get it's all in love. You know, I'm not trying to intentionally hurt people's feelings. Because I'm that hard on you because I know you can do better. And when you come at me with weak excuses, like as if I have never been through anything or seen problems, most of the problems people come to me with, I've dealt with that and overcame it. I mean, let's see. In James chapter 1, verses 2, it says, Count it all joy, my brothers. When you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. So you have to go through something to get something. You, If you want to go to that, which most of my people that I hear say, I want wealth, I want extreme wealth, you're going to have to go through something. You're going to have to face a trial. And right now, some of y'all's only trial is just walking away from that slave job that you got. That's your trial. Just saying, I've had it. I've had enough selling myself out for these measly little dollars. I know you're fed up. Why? Because when you get up and get ready to get out of the bed, you keep hitting the snooze button. Or if you're not hitting the snooze button, you, you you try to find some type of distraction and close your eyes and wish you were somewhere else but having to get up and go to that job. How many times do you see the snooze button? One, two, three, four. But if you if you live like me, you ain't got to hit the snooze button. You can get up at 3 o'clock in the morning if you want to. Do, do some work, go back to bed and take a nap. Get up, cook breakfast for your children, and get back in the bed if you wanted to. Akeem, man, you 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 just bragging. No, I'm not bragging. I'm try I'm just really trying to make you jealous so that you can be je- not jealous in a bad way, but jealous in a good way. Say, so, you know what? I want to do exactly what he's doing. Stop telling yourself the lies that you need these jobs are secure. This is safe. They're not safe. None of them are. Only safe thing you got is the ability to decide on your prosperity. That's safe. That's see, the world has got you believing that what's outside of you is what's going to get get it done for you. No. That's a distraction because more you chase after what's outside of you, you seem like you get there, and it, 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 as soon as you put your hand on it, it or almost put your hand on it, it, it runs away from you. Why? Because it's a fairy tale. It's not true. What's real is you conceptualizing, perceptualizing that you are the power, the glory, the truth in your life. You can make it happen for yourself. You are the power. There's no other power. There's no other God but you. Right. Said so I said again. There is no other God but you. 
These fantasy gods they've been giving you throughout the lives, some religions got 1,500 gods. Some got one. But they're all false gods. Why? Because they all offer solutions for later on. You know what? You just keep being a little pet of mine. You keep following my rules. You, you keep being a slave. And uh, maybe I'll let you into my paradise, into my kingdom. That's not guaranteed. That's not like some con artist stuff. What kind of God is that? And see, that's not a God of the Bible because the God of the Bible says something different. It says something totally different. Because it says in Jeremiah 29.11, it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Deuteronomy 39, the Lord your God will make you abundantly prosperous in all the work of your hands, saying that what you put into your mind and, and you put into action, you will become abundant. Abundant. In the fruit of your womb, in the fruit of your cattle, and in the fruit of your ground, the Lord will again take delight in prospering you as he took delight in your fathers. What does that mean? That you need to go back. Stop participating in these new age religious ideals and go back to the ways of your ancestors. Because all of these new age ideals are causing problems. The very religions that claim that they're not a part of the system are sitting out here touting and supporting a lot of these Things that these companies are doing to you. You can have it all. But you cannot have it all if you keep having limited ideas. If you have limited ideas like, I, I just can't do that, you know, right now. You just put, I can't do that. Right. So guess what? It's not the situation that's the problem. It's your thinking that's the problem. You know, it's your thinking. Give me a second. I'm trying to. It says, this, here's a quote right here. The happiness of your life depends upon the quality of your thoughts. Marcus Aurelius. Dwell on the beauty of life. Watch the stars and see yourself running with them. Marcus Aurelius again. If you are distressed by anything external, the pain is not due to the thing itself, but to your estimate of it. And this you have the power to revoke at any moment. Marcus Aurelius again. So that thing, that, that, that limiting self-belief that you have about your situation, you have the power to revoke it. No one else can revoke that but you. Those stressful thoughts that you're waking up with and going to sleep with, you have the power to revoke it and think a new thought, a good thought, a peaceful thought, a prosperous thought, a loving thought. You can do that. 
You know, you know, people who are so caught up in their mind, sometimes you'll tell them that, no, 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 this is going on. I, they, they, they still want to stay attached to the problem. They find comfort in continuously talking about the problem. No, stop talking about the problem and move on to something different, you know. I know I had a problem over the weekend, but I talked about it a lot, and then it resolved itself. Well, I got it resolved. You know, I took action. But there's no need to talk about it anymore. Mexican Moore said he's an independent contractor and I'm free to make money. Yes. That's the key. Be free. You control your time. And and, and and there's enough money out there for everyone to make it. That's why it's so this is what, one percent of the world have people have the wealth of the world? So that means there's a plenty of money up there to get. The problem is scraping at the bottom. Somebody said, and go to college. Yeah, that go to college thing is pumping a bit. And parents are still forcing their kids to go to college. When they don't even, they don't really want to go. They still want them. And then when they flunk out, they're getting upset. <laughs> they ain't want to go. They're only going because they're trying to please you. And when you're looking at the, the situation today when it comes to jobs, is college really a big deal anymore like it used to be? It really is because right now it's can you do the job or you can't do the job. And with these the, the mass exodus of people leaving jobs, there's so many jobs out there for people to get if they want them. Want to go be a slave? You got it. You can. But you will never feel joy, the ultimate joy, the ultimate peace as long as you are required to answer to a boss. You would not feel that total peace. You were not put here to serve man. You know, you weren't put here for that. You weren't you wasn't you were here to be prosperous. You were here to be successful. So why do you allow yourself to keep telling yourself lies? Why? Keep telling you these stories about, I need, you know, you know, it's not quite time yet. It ain't, the website's not quite ready. My book, I I got a little more to do. I got, just keep making excuses and the years are rolling by. One, two, ten. 20, 30. Then guess what happens? A bunch of slow singing, flower bringing arrangements happen. That means you are being buried with those ideas that you had. Is that what you want to do? Take Take all your good ideas to the grave? Unfulfilled, unactualized Dreams. I started taking action on my dreams and things that I wanted to do. I always wanted to play an instrument, and now I, I play the guitar, decent. 
enough that you can go on playing some music now. I'm not, you know, <laughs> professional stats, but I'm decent. But that's less than a year ago. But I took action. I saw. I, I just went there to take my stepdaughter to get something. She needed uh, something. She was taking lessons. And I said, you know what? I'm going to take lessons. It was because of her I started playing guitar. I'm going to take some lessons. And once I'm, I like to, once I get on something, I don't like to just stop. But I actually enjoy it. That's what happens when you free yourself from slaves. Of being a slave to someone else. You can decide, I want to play the piano. I want to do this. I want to go fishing. You can do that. Leia Love FM said, when I was in beauty school, they were nervous that YouTube is going to put schools out of business. They should put them out of business. It's probably not because the way that you, got, you still got to get past the boards and the boards require these hours. That's how they're going to stay in business. But, you know, with if you have your own home, you can invite your clients to you, you know, build something on the backyard or something, and you can do here and there if no one snitch on you. You don't need to go open up a shop if you want to do here. You just do it in your build something. Say, hey, I'm doing here. Come by the house. That was the old days, and guess what? People are going back to that. They are going back to doing here in the home. Build a little extra area on their house and have clients come in there. And but those were the days when you could do that. You had a you had a better time. Um, let's see. Who's in, who's in the house? Maxim Moore, peace. Thanks for the donation. Uh, as usual. And uh if you want to speak to me, call in at 563-999-3615. Lately, you guys haven't wanted to talk. So, you know, I guess I, I take care of all the answers through the other YouTube videos. So, you know, you don't have any questions. That's good. Oh, um, let's see. Karini, peace. Cletus uh, Cassidy, DJB Thunder. He said, and uh, that was college was pumped into his head. Yes, that's everybody. Yes. Yakov, I I don't know how to pronounce your name. Peace and love to you and your family. Um, Yeah. So, Stop believing in the lies about how unsuccessful you're going to be. What else? I had some. Let's see. All right. That's all I really wanted to say about that. You can do it. You can have an abundance. You can have prosperity. You just got to decide on it. And when 
when the opportunity comes, take advantage of it. Yes, when you meet what appears to be opposition, yes. But it, tell you the truth, this is opposition is a funny thing because when you when you when you confront it, it looks bad. But when you get through to the other side, you look back and say, you know, that wasn't really that bad. And you start to realize that your mind created a lot of the problems, the worry, the doubt, the fear, created most of the issue. And once you got rid of those three things, you look back and say, wait a minute, that really wasn't a bad situation. You know? really wasn't. I know a lot of the things I dealt with that were difficult, and I look back on them and say, oh, King, you know, you made too much of that. really wasn't that bad. But what happens, our ego, our desire to be right in a situation kicks in. Well, wait a minute, this is a problem. I'll, you know, uh, fight or flight reflexes kick in, and we, we panic. But if you just sit down and become still, listen, things are really not that bad. If you really sit down and look at your situation, I promise you, if you really look at your situation, you can see a way out of that job. You can see it. You can see that you really don't need the job. Because you don't. Like I said, what happens when they just say you got to go? You you have no choice. You got to do without the job. And you will find a way and you will survive. See, unfortunately, we some of us can only kick in to make something happen when we're faced with the extreme obstacles. When the very thing we rely on is snatched away from us, then we, our survival mode kicked in. But no, you... It, you should be trying to live the fullest without something trying to or being taken away from you. But unfortunately, most of us, a lot of us are motivated by something that we cherish being snatched away and being forced to give it up. That happened to me when I got fired. I was forced, forced to do something else. I got fired. I had no choice there. I can't go back there. And I chose to go into cutting hair, being a barber, instead of going out there to find another job. I took time off. Uh, how many months was it? Eight and a half months, nine months. I chose. Didn't have the job the whole time, but somehow I made it through was able to get my bills paid. I still don't remember how all of that happened. But when you, look, I said this last night in the class. I said, when you're operating on the path you're supposed to be on, things will always fall into place. You will not meet a whole lot of obstacles. Things will always just work itself out. And if things are not quite working out, that means there's some issue there. There's something you're not seeing, something you need to learn from. It should just fall into place. 
And when you keep trying something over and over and you keep seeing, wait a minute, it, it, it seems like something just keeps popping up. That means that may not be the path. It's time to relook at it. Rethink your, your actions. Because when you are truly on the purpose that you are here to do, it will fall into place so easily for you. The obstacles that you will face is will be 100% of the time as a result of your perception of the obstacle that you're facing. What you believe, that's bad. That's it. That's the problem because you just labeled that. You just called that out. You just judged that as bad. But when you stop labeling seemingly bad problems as processes, this is what I need to go through to get to my purpose, to really fulfill my mission, when you start, you just say, okay, I got to go. This is, this is one of the trials. This is what I got to go through, you know? Because each level you go, when you go higher and higher, you're going to meet other seemingly difficult obstacles. And when every obstacle that you face is really your thoughts about it, your opinion of it, your judgment of it is the obstacle. What is it you're saying about this? What are you believing about this occupant? Is it this is impossible? Yes, you just spoke it. It is impossible. Think about it. Even in your relationship and marriages, whatever, when you're feeling like, oh, I gotta go, I can't deal with this anymore, that's your perception. You're saying, I can't deal with this, I don't want this, and guess what? It's over. You created that. You decided that. But if you just say, you know what, this is just little thing we're going through. Let me just rethink my position and not act like I'm right all the time. You start to see that there is a path to reconciliation. So is a path to reconciliation. There's always a path through a difficult situation to success, but what slows you down is your judgment of the situation. Some people see problems and they walk the other way. I don't want nothing to do with that. I, I, uh, and go right back to sitting on the couch and watching TV and doing all other stuff that doesn't do anything but waste time. Why? Because that's easier. I just read. You will not Get to your success by taking the easy road. And the only thing that reason why it's not an easy road, the, the 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 thing that's hard is navigating the negative, self-defeating lies that you tell yourself. That's the difficult part. That's all it is. Nothing else but that. Because this universe, this world wants to give you all that you desire. But the, what people fail to realize, yes, the world is giving you all of your desires and some based on your perception of the matter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Let's see. Who's on the line? Who's on the line? Where is my page? Okay, here it is. No hands up. People on the line, but no hands up. They just here to listen. Sorry, Maxim, you had the flu. I hope you get better. Most time, we are the ones who create the obstacles. Yes, sir. You're right. Most times, sure, I would say all the time. <laughs> Most times we are. Yeah, people are doing stuff, but really it's, we have to see how we perceive it and handle it. We'll try to handle you. You got to handle, you know, got to handle your situation. Oh, yeah, you saw that Flat Earth video, documentary, watched it. Yeah, it did blow my mind. He did, you know, I wasn't into that whole Flat Earth scenario until I watched that video. It really had some, it was the first time I saw some compelling, compelling argument. Yeah. I might go back and watch it. You know, speaking of watching stuff, let's talk about something. This is a good book to get. You know, it's, it's just here. Asset Protection Poor Trust Organization. Uh, some good information. Somebody you're going to have to check out. But overall, it's about, talk about setting up a trust. And, you know, creating a trust that's not connected to a EIN number. I've read this book. I actually did a show. If you go back to like 2015, late part of 2015, I did a show on this book. But when I read this, I knew it was good information. I wasn't really understanding trust 100%, but now that I really understand trust, this book, Asset Protection, makes sense now. Makes a lot of sense. I know I just jumped off the topic. 7.55, it's almost 8 o'clock. I don't get nobody on this line talking for 45 minutes, 50 minutes. I'm out. Yeah, I, I would agree with you, Antonio. Yeah, lined up with a whole lot of stuff that I've been uh, looking at. Five six three nine 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 three six one five. You got something to say? Get on there, press one. Yeah, that how to win in court is a game changer. It is a game changer. Yes, it is. Uh, well, while I'm waiting for somebody to get on there, somebody got any suggestions? Well, you know, Rico told me what type of rod to get that I need to go get. Oh, so I don't need to ask that question. I would call, but you know, well, that's all right, brother. You don't have to call in. You give me the night off. Hmm. No, uh, okay, this is the question. Ever since the pandemic, it's been hard for me to get things done with the court trying to get a condo transferred to my name through the probate process. Any ideas? No, I have no ideas on that. I am at a loss. 
Oh, uh, I don't know what the situation is. I mean, that's kind of a question that needs more details. Uh, I know you can transfer a deed of the property into your name. You have the rights to do that. All right. Press one if you're on the line. I saw some new numbers pop up there. Press the one button. All right, there we go. All right, 609 306. Hey, what's going on, King? What's going on? Can you hear me? Okay, you can. I can hear you. Hey, man. Hello, this is Orlando, bro. man. Listen. I, I'm just getting in, man. I don't hey, know man. what the conversation is like. Okay. But, uh, I'm I'm just I I got I need to set up something with you man. I got a tax problem that popped up from twenty sixteen. I don't know how. I thought well, they could only go back three years. Huh? Uh Akeem they do it. Uh Akeemel dot com, set up for the consultation. But they try to say you I mean if it, a tax problem uses you owe me some money. <laughs> right. Right. Well, but but I thought it was only like three years they can go back, or they can go back as long as they want to. Uh no. Where did you get that three years? It's when you allow you, they can go back. They can just go okay. and find something ten years ago and try to come at you. They'll do that. Oh really? So mm-hmm. so question for you. Um, I know you're an attack expert, but am I able to go back? Or do you know anybody's able to go back and redo their taxes? Yes, you can. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. I've seen that. Get rid of tax liability, they go correct the taxes and get rid of their debt. Okay. All right. Well, what I do, I just I just go on there and set up a consultation, man. Why, why I mean, deal? What are they saying? Uh-huh. They years. What are they saying? What is it from? They send it. I guess somebody canceled a debt, but it's not making sense because the debt was canceled in two thousand seven with Chase Bank. Why is it coming now? And it's twenty sixteen. They said I didn't do the tax refund right. Some crap. Yeah. I remember a conversation. Would address that. Iris webinar one two three. That whole series would address that. Oh, okay. So, what do you recommend? The consultation or getting your webinar that's up there? I seen that. I was looking at the site. Getting the webinar. All right, so I just do that. Oh, if I have any questions, I set up a consultation. Yeah, but that's like a consultation because we're gonna tell you exactly how to address that. I'd rather do that, man, because my time is so short, man. I'm a, I'm up north, and you know it's getting cold, and I'm a contractor. I'm trying to wrap this thing up before the the cold set in heavy, but. Mm-hmm. All right, I appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it. All right, all right, bro. Thank you. All right, you got IRS issues. Akemel dot com. That'll um get you on the right path. Uh, yeah, they can come at you, whatever they feel like it. If one office don't don't um. Leave you alone, they pass it off to another. 
um, company to come at you. So, all right, anybody else got something to say? 563-999-3615. Press the one button when you get in the building. Uh, wrong buttons here. All right, somebody just popped on. Press the one. I know you want to speak. I don't see that little icon next to your number. I don't know you want to talk. All right, there we go. Nice. Four seven four zero one. Hey, hey, peace. Peace. What's going on? Um, I, I'm a I'm an old timer. Oh, been listening to your show for a long time. You mm-hmm. know, all back in the day and all that, all that. Mm-hmm. But um, I I do got a question because you know, uh, you can learn something new every day and stuff. Even though I've been listening to you for years and stuff, I still there's still questions out there. But um, I, and I might need a consultation for this. <laughs> Uh, there, there's a, uh, I got, I received, uh, some letters, uh, for some letters and stuff from child support, uh, to my one address. They're writing you love letters? (laughs) They don't send letters, they send notices. Uh, uh, Notices, yeah, yeah. Right. (laughs) All right. Okay. Yeah. So... Um, but it, but if my other, my ad, my address were all where I'm, um, where my mail goes, uh, they send me, uh, notices and another name to that one. I mean, in the real name to that one, but at my physical address, they send me one with a different name on it, but still my name and, but the uh, middle initial is different. Okay, so what's your question? Um, and I know back in the archives, a long time ago, you had that similar, like a similar situation where, uh, um, the the uh, when they send you letters like that and stuff, and I think you went to court or whatever and stuff. Uh, um, I'm how, to, I had the name wrong. I had it dismissed because they weren't addressing the proper party. But that child support is a little different. You know, you're already in child support, right? Am I taking that right? You're already under child support. Correct. We got an order against you. So they got a social. So that's even though the name might be spelled a little different, that social is what they're banking on. So you still have to address it. You you can sit back and say, this is not me. And, you know. But right. if that's not going to be too effective, in order to shut down child support, you got to go to court, take them back to court, shut it down. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's that's all I had, King. But um, all right. Okay. All right. All right. Let's go to the next one. Two zero five eight eight six. 
What's up? This is uh, Joshua. Hey. I just uh, I have some questions about uh, one of your your petition on the the name change. Mm-hmm. And uh, DL being in the driver's license information. I in my state we don't have a paper application. My license okay. has been expired for like. 15 days now, which I drive with the passport or whatever. Um, so would you? did you watch the driver's license webinar? Long time ago. Okay, go watch it again because when I did that in North Carolina, they didn't have the paper application. Okay. So I was able uh, to get my record corrected, but I had to go through an extra step. So that video goes over what you need to do. You know, they can all stuff in there for you, and you kind of just sign off on what they say. So these people here are mighty slow. Yeah, mighty slow. Uh, but yes, I'll definitely get at another watch over and another look over. The driver's license, the last driver's license webinar, I kind I went over that how to just give them notice before you go in there, and then going in. Process that. Okay. As far as that's the name change, uh, it's pretty much the the other roadblock that I'm having right now. Okay. Um, you keep calling that stuff. As far roadblock? as oh, y'all got roadblocks, because y'all keep calling them roadblocks. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, when I say roadblock, I, I also drive a truck, so I ain't afraid to smash through anything. Mm-hmm. But you know, just to process. give it a give it a, a a thing for people to understand what I'm saying. There's, there's a impasse right now for right now. I just don't have the method of getting through to them um, and having them understand what I'm trying to do. But what I'm trying to help um, you. You using words like roadblock, impasse. Those are all justifications, right. and they are when you believe that, that's what you're going to keep getting. See what I'm saying? Yes, sir, I do. Language. Once your situation changes, you have to change the language towards the situation. Change your thoughts towards it. You, you know. Uh, well, I'm, I'm having, trying to figure out the method in which to get things done. What's the problem um, that you call, call uh, the, the, the The method that I'm looking at is, um, I know you spoke on having a petition once upon a time, and basically what I've done is put together my own version of things that I have as far as school records, how my name is styled in the school records, um, from elementary all the way up through the university. Mm-hmm. Um, certain pieces of mail, which I didn't want, I don't really want to use that, but like places like American Express, they send my name proper. So let me ask um, you a question. In the process that I taught, or are you just kind of kind of figuring out on your own? No, this is something that uh, that you that you've taught. As yeah, far as like, do you have my webinar? I did the name. I watched that. I think you did this one like a year and a some change ago, and I haven't watched it since then. Mainly. Because I didn't buy it. I just attended. I didn't buy the actual webinar. Oh, you was on the webinar that I did live. Right. Okay. 
Because I kind of commit committing things from memory here. I hear you. Yeah, that's that's where the issue right there. Oh, you know, like my my music teacher taught me something last week, and he tells you. He says, "When you leave here, you're gonna forget this." And he's right. <laughs> like we went through a whole thing. I was actually playing half the song in the in the studio. Came home and I lost it all. Now I can get it back. What I got to do is take notes and write down some things and bring it back. I'll be able to bring it back. It's just that you watch something, you lose it until something reminds you of it. So the reason why I asked you, did you watch it? Because I always talk about the first thing you need to defend that position, that this you're doing it for religious reasons. First thing. That's your first line of defense. Why? Because the Constitution protects that right, and they can't question you. When you start going, oh, you know, my school record said this and that, they can go with it or not. They can just say, yeah, whatever. But they cannot deny a religious request. Now, I do have a page from, well, the whole book of Joshua is is part of my situation. That's what I was thinking. Ready to go. Nothing else. I would stick with that. Did the Bible in the room, and I was like, let me see something. Mm-hmm. I've, that's what I would right So many times people want to go into court and they want to have a variety of things to throw at these people. First of all, you don't have enough time. to. They don't want you in that courtroom for a long time. So you want to stick with one point, and then you they're going to try to rebut that. You stay on it. Boom, boom. Stay with that one point. Don't move. You'll get what you want. But when you start... Okay, well, the Bible says this, and then you jump on something else. And say, "Oh man, now we can we can talk now because we can't argue with him about the religious freedom." Now he's talking about something he read in his his elementary school records. They can talk about that, but they can't talk about your religion. They can't deny it. You know, so stick with the religion. They right there. Don't move. All right. Remember, a name change is an ex parte petition, meaning you're the only one coming in with a petition. You don't have an adversary in the court. So the judge's job is only to say, check off the box and let you get it. If no one's in there saying that you shouldn't have a name change because he's this kind of guy or whatever, the judge shouldn't, shouldn't be disputing that. It's not his job. Not in the ex parte petition. You're the only one coming in, bringing it. You know, petition is like a complaint, but it's a complaint to petition to, hey, I need a court order just to, need you sign on a court order that this is my actual name, the styling of this is that. He can't offer you legal advice and say, well, it's one and the same. That's legal advice. First of all, he has no foundation to even break that up, to, to make that determination. Okay, what foundation do you have to say that that is the same? Where's that? You're never going to point to me. That's an opinion. It's a legal opinion. That's not allowed. You can't give you a legal opinion. That'll give you facts. That makes this a lot easier and something I can go handle tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, bro. 
I appreciate All that. Right. Thank you. All right. Appreciate it. All right, uh, 8.13. I guess that'll be it for me tonight. I'm going to get off this and go on home. We got a full day tomorrow. I appreciate everybody joining in and listening. I appreciate everybody who supported the show. Uh, once again, shout out to Rico and his family. Um, and with that being said, good night. Thank you.